From the safety of my own sofa, I have just started my podcast. Glenn Reagan's the name, and right now I'm retired. But I went online to try and figure this thing out, and I went to Anchor. It's an app, and it's free. They give you all the tools you need to create your own podcast. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership. All you have to do is download Anchor. It's free. Or you can go to anchor.fm to get started. It's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. It's free, it's easy, and I'm going to have a hell of a good time with it. Bye! Okay, first, this is what I'm going to end up doing. Uh, I'm going to start talking about um, sports, the NBA, college football, college basketball, pro football, and uh, other sports that I watch or are entertained by, and horse racing, because I really do like horse racing. I grew up with it. I started betting horses when I was 17, so I enjoy both of them very much. So, like... Everybody else's um, opinions, these are mine, and we are all entitled to our opinions, right or wrong, so I will make mistakes, and I'll be correct every once in a while also, but this is what I believe, or I think, after handicapping for over 40 years, handicapping is using the tools that were given in sports and racing by publications like Street and Smith and the Daily Racing Forum. So I'll start with the NBA last night. That was a very good game. The uh, Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks are tied 2-2 in the NBA championship. And I thought Phoenix was ripe to win the game and they let it go in the clutch time and Milwaukee was had a great game from Giannis. Uh, he was, in the beginning of the game, he just really seemed like he was uh, emotionally and physically spent. He really didn't do much. He didn't have a lot of energy, but he came through in the clutch late in the game. Um, uh, he was really good, but the, the guy that on that team that I think really was clutch was Chris Middleton. Uh, he had shot after shot in crucial situation after crucial situation and he hit the big buckets to help them get to the get to the win so it's going to be a tough series I still believe Phoenix can win it but it's going to be a tough series so I racing is is kind of difficult difficult to explain but in the time that I have I will teach and also tell you what I mean by the terminologies 
and what I think about racing. Um, when I started uh, betting the horses, it was uh, Santa Anita uh, in uh, Hollywood Park in Southern California. I grew up in Southern California and went to those two tracks. And I thought when I first began, oh, this is easy. Uh, I had a really good year at Santa Anita. And then when it changed and went to Hollywood Park, I got crushed. They beat me to death because I didn't understand that when you change tracks, horses run differently from one track to another. A horse may run really good at Belmont. You switch to Saratoga and he runs horribly. He's just the makeup of the track. You have to be aware of it. So I like to make sure that I know if a horse can run on the track. That's a, that's a big thing. And also the the class of the races. You see horses run in a certain class. Their maidens have never won before. Uh, so they're all dealing with the same thing. Uh, claimers are up for sale. You can buy them. The allowance horses are the horses that have to go through steps in allowance races to get to the stakes races and the handicap races and the derbies. And the better the horse becomes, the more money it can make. And so I'll get into that more as I do this more. But for right now, just to start out, I'm going to give just some picks that I came up with. And again, these are opinion. This is what just I think might happen in these races. Um, in horse racing, it's not like in sports where if you're 60%, you're making money, it's a, you're doing really great. Uh, in in horses, you can hit 30 to 40% of your picks and do well because the odds are different. Um, you can pick a 20 to 1 shot and make with a $10 bet uh, $100, where in sports you can do that, but you have to put teams together, like what they call a parlay. Again, explain it later. Just starting this right now with my first picks, okay? Uh, in Saratoga, in the third race, there's a horse called St. Joe Lewis. Uh, he's running on the turf at Saratoga for the first time, so that's kind of iffy. But his two turf races came at two different tracks where he ran very good at both tracks. Um, he's trained by Chad Brown, and he's a four-year-old. Um, a lot of the horses in the race are three-year-olds. So I gave him a little advantage because he's physically more mature. Um, Chad Brown is really, really good with turf horses, and this race is on the grass. Turf and grass are the same thing. Um, he's he's not going to be great odds because the race is full of a lot of horses that haven't done much, but he does look like he should be able to handle this field. I believe he's on the upswing where the others are still trying to figure out where they belong. So my first pick in the third race is St. Joe Lewis. And now my second pick is in the fifth race. Now this is get this gets tricky because it's harder to explain. But they, what they do is they run horses when they, they first run horses as two-year-olds. And this is a two-year-old race for fillies. And the field is full of horses that have never started before. So basically what you're working on is 
what they call workouts. When they get out and they're timed workouts, they run on the track and the trainer is building up their fitness to run in a race. And now you have to basis a lot of it on the trainers. What is their systems? What are their angles? How do they get horses ready? So the horse I came up with is Solast. Um, she's got some great works already at Saratoga. And she has two bullet works. Bullet work means they ran the fastest of that day. Well, this horse ran one minute breezing out of the gate. Now they can run the horses without putting them in the starting gate and they can run them in preps with the starting gate. This horse, the trainer want to make sure that the horse wasn't afraid of the starting gate, put it in the starting gate and then ran it. And so the horse ran, its preps seem to me make the horse the pick because it's fit and because the trainer's really good with first-time starters as two-year-olds. He's 21%. So I like this pick. He's listed at 4-1. to one. He has a really good jockey. The jockey-trainer combo is 33%. And in my opinion, 18% and higher is really good for a jockey-trainer combo because they have a... Uh, understanding and the trainer and the jockey work well together so that's my pick in the the uh, fifth race at saratoga solasta now in the seventh race at saratoga i it's a tough race for me because there, there's horses that have won multiple races in the race and there are horses that have just won their maiden race and I like a horse to win more than a couple times, but this race looks like it's set up for a horse named Arham. And he's part of an entry, but he's the better part of the entry. Uh, he's the one that, uh, to me, it looks like the trainer is setting the horse up and he wants the horse to be eligible to run in stakes races. So he's taking him up the class ladder and he's been running in allowance races and the trainer is finding out where the horse fits. So he's trying to get him through his his allowance classes to get him into stakes race. And the horse has been four times on the dirt and four times he finished first, second, or third. He's only got one win. His last uh, race, he finished second by three quarters, of a, three quarters of a length at Belmont. And he looks like he's coming into peak form the distance is a mile and eighth, and the horse looks like he can get there. The jockey and trainer combo are 24%, and it just looks like it's a good race for him, and it, that there's no world beaters, it looks. It looks like in the race. So that's the horse I like in the seventh race at Saratoga. So I have one more at Saratoga. It's in their ninth race, and this... This is what I just read, and I've read more than one uh, person in uh, the Daily Racing Forum and on um, New York Racing Daily, and there's more than one of these handicappers, which I look at other handicappers and see what they have picked, and they say this horse looks like it's going to be a beast. It's another two-year-old filly. 
but she won her first race at Monmouth Park on a sloppy track by seven and three-quarter lengths, and they all say the horse won it very, very easily. They, they say that the horse looks like it has some class. It's training really well. So I, I'm going with their view, and I think the race is set up where she might get some, some fairly good odds. Uh, the jockey that ran, that rode the horse at, at Monmouth, stays with the horse. Then when they moved it to Saratoga, the trainer said, come ride it here. And she is a half-sister to the horse that won this race last year. So again, it's one of those where I'm using other people's information and the race seems to set up and the horse's name is Mainstay. And so that's Saratoga. And it's opening day at Saratoga, and anything can happen at Saratoga, really. Uh, it's it's a very good track. The prices, the purses are up there. Um, usually in maiden races, purses are like $50,000, which is a lot of money, but it's, it's not a supreme amount. And when you get to these tracks like Del Mar and Saratoga, purses go up, and the purses in... Maiden races over in Saratoga, uh, the ones today, are $100,000. So I don't believe any of the trainers are putting their horses out for the heck of it or as prep races. Some of them probably are, but I don't think many because the purses are so good and Saratoga is legendary. Okay, and the last horse I'm going to give you is a horse that's running in Evangeline Downs. Uh, Evangeline's a Louisiana track. And... Uh, all the other races of the day are just too tough. The two cheaper races or no standout. Or just, it's just tougher. The horse's name is Forks Princesses. It's a trainer, owner. He's the, the trainer is the owner. The horse is super, super consistent. She's, he, no, it is a she. She's a six-year-old mare. She's run uh, 26 times. Six wins, six seconds, and two-thirds. On a dry track, she's nine out of 12 in the money. Uh, at this distance, she's six out of seven, first or second. She just seems set up. Uh, the race is like six and a half furlongs. Her last two races, she ran on the turf at five and one by five, and then she ran a mile where she took the lead and then got a little tired and finished second one and three quarter lengths behind the winner shortening up the distance i think it makes it more ideal for her and i think she's ready to row the jockey and trainer combo is a 21 percent so that's what i believe well this is that's what i'm going to give you in horses today it's again this i'm i'm doing this right now trying to figure it out but working on it so this is a work in progress and I'm doing, I'm saying what I like, my opinion, like any other one of the talking heads out there in social media. This is just my opinion. But that's what I got for you today in horses. And now I wanted to end it with my pet peeve of the day. And I, I'm, I don't understand, and this is why I'm going to bring it up. We're all out there, and we all 
most of us drive. The roads are for everybody, so we should share the roads so she would have common courtesy to everybody out there. It's our roads. We should share them. We should be polite. We should be, we're driving cars that weigh 2,500 pounds or more. Uh, and it's ridiculous to think that the road is made just for one person. It's for everybody. But I don't understand, and there's road construction. Usually everywhere I go, there's some kind of road construction. So, mile, mile and a half before the road construction, there are signs that say, get over, merge, move over. And time and time again, people will not move over. They'll wait until the last second. And it's not like they're in a hurry to move over. And that's why we have so many traffic jams, because people just think, well, I need to stay over here. Or that doesn't mean I have to move over. I don't get it. It's like, really? You just can't move over? Why? Well, I don't have a problem with slowing down and letting people over. I just don't understand why they wait till the last second. Well, that's all for It's Just Me. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Well, hello. It's just me. And another beautiful day. I got great news today. I'm going to be a great-grandfather. Unbelievable great-grandfather. My grandson, my daughter's 19-year-old boy, Tyler, he's smarter than the average 19-year-old. When he was 18 years old, he decided that he was done with staying in the house and being quarantined and wanted to do something, so he joined the Army. Uh, he wanted to get out and be around people and not be confined anymore, so he joined. There has been a lot of red tape and stuff because of COVID, but <clears throat> he joined. But before he joined, he got married to his high school sweetheart. And um, he got stationed in Germany. And they've been there for around a year. And today we got the news that they're going to be parents. Uh, she's pregnant. And now we have a year of getting baby pictures and seeing how she's progressing. And the kid is smarter than a whip. My grandson, that is. And I'm excited. Uh, another new adventure, being a great-grandfather. Man. So this year's starting off pretty good. Um, last year was quite hard in the year before. And I know people have had it a lot harder than I have. But good news, and I feel very good about it. Now, with all the sports stuff that's going on, I've been watching football games and uh, I did something that I've wanted to do. I've seen it years and years and didn't know how and now with the internet and you can do things online I decided I wanted to own part of a horse. So I 
ended up getting online and buying part of a horse named Carruthers. Now, in my viewpoint, I think I own one eyelash of this horse. It cost me $100, and so far the horse has won twice. And my luck, he's won last and dead last. He had three races before in Europe, um, England to be, in, uh, to be exact, and he ran third, first, and first. So when I saw his races, which you could get online, I thought, ooh, this horse is going to be something. I'm going to end up making a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, first of all, my $100 investment, if the horse had won its first race after I purchased it, uh, I would have gotten a whopping $2.69. Okay, now this is how it works. The purse was $80,000. Well, the person who owns the horse, or let's say owns 51% of the horse, would have automatically got a little more than half of the purse money. And then the rest of the money, okay, the feed and the jockey and the jockey's agent gets taken away. Now, the purse was $80,000. Um, out of the $80,000, $14,000 something would have been divided to all the people that owned an eyelash, uh, a toenail, or whatever, and we would have gotten $2.69. So, no, I'm not going to be a millionaire. I'm not going to be a hundredaire. I'm the gun. This was just something that I wanted to try. Uh, it's interesting because I have an interest in it now. I mean, I have a plausible concrete thing that I own. Yeah, an eyelash. Oh well, such is life. But it was something I wanted to do and did it, so kudos for me. Well, they had the uh, semifinals to the uh, college football championship, and it was quite ugly, the two games. Uh, by the second quarter, you knew who was going to win. Uh, Alabama disposed of a very undermanned, in the sense of uh, not the greatest players. I mean, very good players. I get you wrong, but maybe they had one three-star player on Cincinnati where Alabama had 18 three-star or more players and lots of five-star players so it wasn't it wasn't competitive the the final score I believe was 26 to 6 but it really you knew who was going to win by the second quarter and in the other game Georgia got out to a 14 to nothing lead and that was over now it was yeah it was over uh, it was just uh Michigan was outmanned. They were pushed around. They couldn't couldn't move the ball against Georgia's defense. So that game, I think, ended up 34-11, to 11, and it wasn't even that close. You knew what was going on very, very early in the game. So now we have a championship set up of two, two teams from the same conference, the Southeastern Conference, who gets all the good players. They get them all every year. They know how to recruit. They know how to sell players on their program. So they get 
they get all these great players. So we're going to have a football game on the 10th. And now, since most of America doesn't have a team in it, who are they going to root for? Uh, I don't know. Let's give reasons why you should root for one team or another. Or let's figure out what team you would like to root for. Okay. There's Georgia. Okay. I look at Georgia, and that's a, probably the team I'll, I'll root for because they have a G on the side of their helmet, and I'm a Glenn. So, makes sense. And if you were a George, Gary, Grace, Gabe, Ginger, or something like that, eh, that's a team you could root for. That's a team you could get behind because they got G. Okay, let's go by favorite color. They're red. That's my favorite color. Another reason why I should root for them. They're a team that has red jerseys. Uh, that's a good reason. I mean, you, you got the G, you got the red. Hey, I could root for that team. Then we can look at the mascot. Now, the mascot for Georgia, they're the Bulldogs. So they have this dog, Ugga, they call him. And he's the ugliest dog on the face of the earth. He's so ugly, he's kind of cute. But if you're a dog person, bingo, you've got your team. Go Georgia. All right? But let's say none of that suits you and you want to go another way. Let's have a word from our sponsor. Hi, folks. This is Matt Gates. You want to join a group of people who have love hanging around in Washington and know how to party? And we, you can have cool slogans like, don't let them steal the election, and the virus is a lie. Also, you want to have great group meetings at the Capitol every January 6th? Does that sound cool to you? Does that sound fun? Well, come join the Republican Party. You can have the greatest time. Just contribute 85% of your paycheck to us, and we'll let you in. Well, that's all for now. See you in four years. Okay, now for Alabama. They have red jerseys also, so that's going to be tough. You're going to have to make up your mind which red jersey you like better. And flip a coin could work for you. But, I mean, that's not... you got to choose one or the other. But they have a mascot also, and their mascot is an elephant. And so if you like pachyderms, they could be your team. They also have the greatest coach in college football and greatest recruiter. His name's Nick Saban. He's known far and wide. He does commercials now. He's a uh, all-state supporter, I do believe. Uh, but he's, I, I mean, he's, he's a guy you could go with. Um, he's a guy you could get behind so he could be your guy um, but it's up to you you have to decide who you want to support okay for the next we have to figure out what we're going to have at our our uh, football party uh, let's let's think of food because now we've selected our teams 
that's like something to eat. Uh, we can do the typical. Uh, that's chips and dips, hot dogs, hamburgers. Not bad. But let's say you're into health. Let's have some healthy chips, like some kale chips. And how about some vegan dip? A little plant-based hot dogs and then burgers? Yeah, that's okay. That would work. But let's say you really want to go out there and set the, the nights on fire. How about some wings? Chicken wings are great. Mild or hot. They're the first down in any championship game. It's all up to you, though. It's the game that ends college football, and it's going to be watched by lots and lots of people. So if you're a novice, watch the game, just because it's so interesting to see what happens. Also, like the Super Bowl, the commercials are pretty good, too. Well, that's just me. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day.